welcome to the Tailoring Talk Show with me, your host, Roberto Rivella. I'm a menswear designer, bespoke tailor, and owner of Roberto Rivella London Suit and Shirt Makers. This is the podcast where you drop in for the threads, but often leave with something quite unexpected. If you haven't already, please support the show by subscribing. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can help me out by leaving a rating and a review. Today, we've got another short cast uh, inspired actually by Joss Glancy over at The Times, who wrote a very interesting article on why suits are back in fashion. Certainly, I can testify that suit sales are up. We are making more suits now than at any time since the pandemic, when obviously everyone went pretty dressed down, I think it's fair to say. Um, And uh, the suit sort of fell out of favour while people are working at home, which is totally understandable. Um, But, uh, you know, I think if you haven't seen Josh's article, um, I'm going to get in touch with him over at The Times and ask for permission to repost it. Um, But at the very least, I'll try and point to it um on twitter and and so on so i'll try and put whatever links i can in the in the show notes but basically um he kind of starts off with an image of rishi sunak and emmanuel macron who met recently to sign a deal on the inverted commas immigrant crisis and uh, to get some cooperation between the uk and, and france on these channel crossings and uh, both men are shown hugging each other Neither of them are, are very tall. Um, they're quite vertically challenged. Uh, I think Rishi Sunak's only about five foot six. Uh, quite frightening. Um, but they're both suited and booted, showing togetherness, showing competence and confidence, and showing leadership. And uh, I think Josh actually says it during his article that you know, the sort of time for hoodwinking and, and looking like you're flying through, flying by the seat of your pants is over, which is generally what a lot of people are looking like these days, because let's face it, guys, we're not very good when it comes to dressing casually in this country. We really, really aren't. Um, you know, I've always said that, you know, if you if you are in a position where you don't have to wear a suit or you don't want to wear a suit. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to dress casually, at least look like you thought about it and took some care over your appearance. So wearing a suit um, is not the only way to look like you dressed in a considerate manner. Um, just looking like you thought about your combinations and you know, taking some care when you're shopping for items and getting things that actually fit you well rather than hanging off you makes a, a big difference to, to the way that you appear. You know, you just want to look nicely put together. By the way, I'm recording this while walking my dogs, so um, apologies if uh, um, there, there's moment, momentary hesitations and things as I try and keep these two under control. So, um, so yes, consider dressing. Um, but the suit definitely is coming back into action. And the other thing that's happened this week in the UK is that the weather's got very, very cold all of a sudden. We've enjoyed a bit of an Indian summer where, you know, we've still been having sort of early 20 
degree days uh, going into no- uh, November and even very, very early December. But literally in the last couple of days, it's got very cold. I mean, today it didn't get above six. And later on this week, we're forecast snow possibly, definitely up in the Highlands. I'm not sure if we'll actually get any down in London, but there's definitely a snow snow symbol there for London for later this week. And, uh, you know, it's looking like we're going to start getting minus temperatures overnight. And when it comes to dressing, and it comes to dressing well, this presents a bit of a problem, not just for guys, you know, for all of us. Because what do you do? I mean, dressing casually is a, is a challenge at, at best. And, you know, when you're dressing casual and you're trying to dress casual to keep warm, if that means big jumpers and you know, lots of layers and, uh, you know, woolly socks and all that sort of stuff. If you're wearing a suit, dressing to keep warm means that you might put an undervest under your shirt and you might use a heavier suit. Um, but then over the time, maybe you'll wear a three-piece suit, so a waistcoat as well. Or you could put a lightweight sweater um, underneath your suit jacket. Um, but then, you know, I mean, that's really all you need to do is, uh, select a heavier suit, wear a, a waistcoat or some sort of lightweight sweater underneath your suit jacket. And then, um, put an overcoat over the top and that's it. That's all you need to do. You don't need to scratch your head. And I, I think that's, that's not me prescribing this, by the way. I'm just sharing with you what I've I've been observing and I'm starting to to observe, but um, a lot of our clients, they just want life to be easy. You know, life is complicated enough as it is. These new dress codes being up and down in different industries. And, you know, a lot of the guys I look after, they deal with people across different sectors, you know, tech, law, finance. And all these industries have different variations of dress code. It's very, very hard to know what or how to dress for an audience nowadays. Um, and very often you don't have time to prepare either. You know, we're in such a reactive state with everything that's going on. You know, war in Europe and energy crisis and possible recession. Although I don't know how much of what's in the media is really journalists just hyping things up for likes and clicks because I've had friends who've been down in the West End today in Oxford Street, which is our big shopping sort of district here for those of you who aren't from the UK. And they're sort of like messaging on WhatsApp saying, down in Oxford Street, it's a bloody nightmare down here. What recession is there? Because this is absolutely rammed. Um, And it's true. But... um, you know, so a lot, of, a lot of guys want simplicity and the suit gives them that. Um, you know, just that one thing to put on in the morning. The trousers and the jacket match each other. Generally, most guys wear white or blue, possibly pink shirts. That's it. That's all the coordination you need to think about. You don't even need to worry too much about wearing the same suit two days in a row. Although I don't advocate that, by the way, but... Um, but you can do it. Um, and that's that. When it comes to casual clothing, you know, you've got to 
kind of look across the wardrobe, work out what you wore yesterday. You don't want to be seen to be wearing the same thing all the time. And then, you know, does, does that shirt go with that sweater? And, you know, what pair of trousers or, um, you know, what can I get away with if I'm, if jeans are a, a little bit too dressed down for the office? Very often, most people, their casual clothes, if they're not getting them tailored or at the very least altered regularly, they don't fit and they don't like them. Um, you know, when I talk to people about, so when people come to see us and they want to get jeans made, for example, one of the first questions we ask is, how many jeans do you have in your wardrobe? And the answer varies from generally around about six or seven is like the, the, the sort of most popular low number um, to, you know, some people have told me that they've got like, you know, around 20 pairs of jeans lying around in the wardrobe um, that they've bought over the years. And um, it's not even necessarily because, it's not even necessarily because, sorry, my, my cocker has just gone and basically done one of his multiple uh, you-know-what, so I just need to clear that up. Um, it's not even because they love jeans that they've got so many, it's that they've accumulated so many over the years because they've been struggling to find a pair that fit, a pair that are smart enough to be able to go to a restaurant in or go to the office in on a slightly more dressed-down day. Um, they And they, they, they really can't do it. Um, and so, you know, you know, when they say, oh, I've got 20 pairs of jeans or whatever, I say to them, and of those 20, how many do you like wearing? Or even the guy that's only got six. And very often the answer is either one or none. So imagine what it must be like for the rest of the smart casual wardrobe. Um, very few guys, you know, and you ask them about their smart casual wardrobes or their casual wardrobes. Um, and they say, yeah, I've got a lot of casual stuff. And then you say, okay, great. And out of all that casual stuff, what percentage of it would you say you absolutely love wearing? They'll look at you and they'll think about it. And then they'll go, oh, I don't know, 20%. There's a lot in there that I actually don't like. doesn't fit. I thought it looked great at the time I bought it. But when I got it home, it didn't. Or I bought something and I got it home and I didn't know what it went with, so I didn't wear it. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's why the suit is enjoying a bit of a comeback. Um, I mean, it, look, it never went away, to be fair. I mean, we did, Lord knows, we made plenty of suits. Um, over the course of 2022, looking back on this year, we really kind of came out of the pandemic around about February, March time. And... Uh, you know, things got a bit more back to normal from sort of March, April onwards. Um, and that was when the wedding business just exploded. We had our busiest wedding summer or season. Well, certainly the busiest that I can remember over my entire career, which is two decades now. And uh, the majority of those weddings, I think all of them actually, were either a dinner suit or a suit. There weren't even any that was sort of that whole kind of rustic, oh, I'm just going to wear a casual jacket and a contrast pair of trousers type thing. Um, most of those wedding suits were three-piece. And 
most if not all of those grooms commented on how amazing they felt on the final fitting and how for some of them who didn't need to wear a suit in their industries you know they wish they could be wearing a suit every day especially if it was a suit like you know the one that I made for them with an entrepreneur recently who again he doesn't have to dress for anybody he's successful in, in fact it's people that see him that need to impress him um, but he you know uh, wants to sort of start to work on his wardrobe he's just turned 40 and you know he's running a big team and he's enjoying life as well he's getting to do most of the things if not all of the things that he wants to do and he wants to dress in a way that reflects his success it doesn't mean that he wants to show off he's not the sort of person that likes to rub his success in people's faces in fact he's very very generous of heart and he's the sort of person that surrounds himself with people who are impactors or potential impactors and and he takes people with him which is why I love, I mean, just one reason I love working for him. But, you know, so I started working on uh, smart tailored jeans and trousers and, you know, sort of waistcoats and jackets that can be mixed and matched and layered, um, shirts as well. Um, and, you know, the thing for him, you know, he said, you know what, it's the first time that I've actually had smart casual clothes that I want to wear, that people compliment that, feel weightless I don't feel them when I'm wearing them it's amazing um so um I can't even remember what the point of that was and Bailey the Cocker Spaniel has picked up the scent of the family of foxes that live in our neighborhood yep there we go Bailey stop it I have no idea what this dog is going to do if he ever got hold of a fox one day I don't think he would do anything he's all bluster and yeah. Anyhow. Um, so yeah, and then and then we get other clients who who say to us, "Look, do you know what? I've been doing this, trying to do this smart casual thing for a while. It's not working. I get up in the morning. It's dark. I can't, you know, sort of fumble around in the dark. I don't want to disturb the other half. Um, trying to pick things out and make sure they go together it, it's just a pain in the neck at least with a suit I know where I am I grab a suit I grab a shirt I put it on if it's cold I stick an overcoat over the top and I'm good to go and at least for the rest of the day I'm not underdressed yes there is the risk the real risk that I'm overdressed for some of my meetings but certainly being overdressed is better than being under um, and there is a lot of truth to that and then we come on to the climate so economically we are unbalanced I want to say I don't like using the R word um, and we are going to be heading into a period where you know things are going to be tough for some people um, companies are going to be looking at their bottom lines and how they're going to sort of weather the next year or two particularly in the property sectors is one that straight away springs to mind and they might well be looking at headcounts when they're looking at the bottom line and thinking you know now maybe the time to actually just cut some deadwood 
maybe people that they would have cut during the pandemic anyway, if it wasn't for the furlough scheme. So all of a sudden, and this is what I've seen again over 20 years, every business that I've started has been started during a major recession. So you think early 2000s, you think late 2010s with the uh, financial crisis. Uh, I think there was one early 2010s, maybe middle 2010s, and then another one, um, well, COVID, obviously, and all of this stuff that we're going through now. And uh, what tends to happen during those is people, where they have gone dressed down, they suddenly start to swing back the other way and start to dress up again so that they look, at the very least, they look like they're busy, even if they're still not and they're still useless. They kind of want to look like they're busy and they're doing stuff and they're making things happen. Because, uh, especially in a dress-down environment, people think if you're wearing a suit that you or you're at least dressed up a bit more than usual that you're either going for an interview or you're seeing someone important and um, I think the other thing that is going to happen as well and we're already seeing it certainly in London is that more and more people are getting back to the office um, that definitely the buildings that I go into are looking less empty um, earlier this year and over the summer, I mean, you'd go into these big offices and you just see like a whole floor of empty desks um, and just a couple people huddled over their computers, um, but nobody else around. It just seemed like such a tragic waste of space. And then all of a sudden you've got an energy crisis, so people's electric and gas bills have gone up, so they don't want to be at home with the heating on, so they go into the office instead if, if the cost of the commute is less than their energy bills. But then also you've got the potential for people to, you know, kind of, um, well, I guess, you know, you get people maybe starting to feel that their jobs aren't so secure and they want to be seen because at the end of the day, it's better to be seen than to not be seen um, you know, you don't want your boss sort of running over the list of people in his department when he's been told to cut head to count by 20%. And naturally, who are you going to think of first? You're going to think of the faces that you see every day and the people that you don't interact with as much and you don't see all the time are the ones that you don't write down on your piece of paper or your spreadsheet or whatever. Um, and I, I think people, some people are sensitive to, to that very real risk. So there's a lot going on at the moment. Um, you know, the uh, other interesting thing, I probably mentioned it already, uh, Josh said that, you know, the grown-ups are in the room. You know, the days of, uh, I think he was specifically talking about the guy that started all this cryptocurrency stuff. And obviously crypto's had a massive crash the last few months. Um and now there are doubts over the future of crypto, certainly in the short to medium term anyway. And, uh, you know, Josh, uh, I wish I could quote the line verbatim. I should have uh, should have saved it on my screen before heading out. But it was something like, uh, you know, the days of being hoodwinked by a scruffy, uh, you know, uh, hedge fund billionaire or whatever who can't even be bothered to tie his shoelaces are over. You know, it's it's time to... Just suit up to smarten up and 
for the grown-ups to uh, get back in the room. Um, and I, I think that's very, very true. I was in C.B. Richard Ellis the other day, and um, I, uh, I was just sitting in reception, and there were people sort of wandering around in badly fitting jeans and shirts untucked and you know they just look like they I, I don't know why they were there they just looked like they were sort of you know maybe they were meant to be on a tourist attraction or something and they just wandered into CBRE's headquarters by mistake but then I saw one guy admittedly an older gentleman so probably he has never jumped on the on the casual wear bandwagon um, but he was wearing a, a, a blue suit and shirt and a, a lovely pink tie. And he was on the phone. And immediately I'm looking at him thinking, wow, he, he looks like a mover and shaker. He looks like someone who's really important. He looks like someone that's, you know, keeping whatever economy is going around here going. And I think nowadays that's probably the choice that you need to make in the workplace is whether you want to be seen as someone who's a go-getter and is going somewhere and is ambitious and has got it together. You know, if you're, in, you're someone who's in a new business type role, you know, you're going to be, things are going to be more competitive than they've ever been before. So when you walk into a meeting, that first five seconds, I've talked about this on previous episodes, is so, so important naturally as human beings when we meet someone for the first time in those first few seconds they can all but determine the future of our relationship with that person you know you you take everything in in those few few seconds you know their demeanor their looks the way they dress the way they put themselves together the way they greet you and you're making judgments about them Definitely on a subconscious level, even if not consciously. It's just natural. It's just what we do. Bailey, sorry, there's a fox that has crossed our paths. Yeah, there we go. Bailey, wait, stop it. Bailey, I'm trying to record a podcast here. Bailey, leave it, leave it. Okay, don't worry. Let's go back this way. Sorry, everybody. Um... <laughs> there's a there's definitely a new family of foxes and there's there's quite a lot of juvenile pups that I think were born in the spring and so they're all sort of wandering around trying to find food in this weather. They're just trying to survive and my dog I think just wants to take them all home. Um to uh I don't know what he wants to do with them to be quite honest. So yeah, there we go. So yeah, so we we make value judgments about people when we meet them. Um on both a conscious and a subconscious level. When you're going into a new business situation, or let's just imagine that you're up for review and your boss is going to be calling you in for a meeting to see how you're doing, don't you want to go in and kind of look like you've got it together? And again, I'm not advocating wearing a suit. If Again, your dress policy is that you don't have to and you can dress for your day or whatever and you don't want to, absolutely 100% that is totally your choice I'm not telling you you must wear a suit but what I'm saying to you is you need to dress in a considered manner in this day and age pandemic's over it's back to business tough times potentially 
are ahead, although I'm a strong believer in get your head down and don't worry about things you can control, you can't control, just focus on the things that you can control and don't worry about anything else, run your own race. But at the same time, people are going to be judging you more than ever. When times are good, people don't care, everyone's having a great time, everyone's doing business and so on, doesn't matter. When things get a little bit tougher, people start being a bit more particular. So, if you've been listening to this, if I haven't scared you, or I haven't pissed you off, get in touch if you need some help. You can email the show at tailoringtalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can go to robertorevillalondon.com, which is my company website, and you can contact me through there. Feel free to ask me any questions you've got. You don't have to become a customer. If you need help, I will give it to you and I will guide you through whatever your personal situation is and and try and come up with some answers for you and some help, um, depending on what the outcome of, of those conversations are. Thank you so much, as always, for your support of the podcast. We're rapidly approaching... 100 episodes i think we might get there early next year there's another fox great or is it a cat i don't know what's going on um and i i really your support just means means so so much to me thank you to those of you who have bought me coffees and buy me a coffee.com forward slash roberto rivilla if you are enjoying the show and you feel compelled to just throw some change our way I'd really appreciate it. It really helps towards the cost of hosting the show um, because, uh, because, yeah, I basically, it's a passion project and I, so that I can help more people through the podcast. So, yeah, really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much for your support. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a rating and review. And, uh, yeah, have a, have a fantastic week. And I will see you on the next episode of Tailoring Talk.